0: And welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. And we've been saying a lot of our recent episodes are special. And in some ways, this episode isn't special at all. I was going to say, you're going
1: to be like, this episode is not special. But Skip ahead. But by
0: being not special, I feel like this is going to be a quintessential episode of the podcast. Because for weeks now, we have had Gamer Comic Expo specials. We've had some amazing guests. But now, here we are. The three original Sibs catching up on what we've been watching. Lily in the Canary Islands. How are you?
1: I am good. I am. uh, Yesterday we had a like huge black belt exam because remember we run martial arts schools, so it was. But you weren't in it. So no, I mean, watch I didn't it. perform. I, took, I was the photographer and, um, like, organizer of different things. But, no, I did not perform for everyone. Um,
2: but perform, isn't yeah. it a test? Is it an exhibition uh, or a test? Yes. I was no, it's a getting, test. They
1: ha- there's a part of it that's an exhibition. I was but given. It's like a
2: three-day test. Like, these
1: kids are, like, pushed to their limit. Or adults. There's adults, too. But I always, like, when I'm in that, sometimes I get taken out of the situation when I'm in it. And I'm, like, weird. This is my life. This is like an episode of Cobra Guy, so it's pretty cool. I mean, martial arts is pretty amazing if you think about it.
0: I was given a white belt in your husband's uh, um, style of martial arts, and he gave me like a teeny tiny kid's white belt that made me feel extra fat. Well,
2: I think that's just the motivation. motivation. (laughs) Silent motivation.
0: (laughs) Becky, in Berkeley, how are you?
2: Did I must have talked last week about? you, you did bal- speak
0: on the microphone
2: about my ballet class, about taking Miri to ballet class, Not right? You did. Did I? I don't know about no,
0: that, but I don't think so. Please, we no, need to hear about your did, daughter. We you didn't
2: record in last weekend because you were at a GamerCon. So my daughter, who's going to turn two next month, started ballet class. When we signed up for it, I was just like, you know what, this is. This is absurd how much they're charging you for like a 45-minute baby ballet class. This is a scam. I cannot believe I'm doing this. They can have all my money. It was the most amazing thing in the entire world. She's done two classes. She dances like a little butterfly and gallops and and twirls around and does plie's and I I she they can have all my money. It's most it's just brilliant. And nothing makes me happier than watching Aww. her. Did you? The most important question day. is, did you get her a tutu? No, I haven't gotten her a tutu because I'm too cheap. But mom and dad are coming in about two weeks, and they're gonna take her to ballet. I'm I'm sure they're just gonna buy her. All the tutus. They don't have to because wear
1: tutus. No. That's like an no. option. No, no, tutu at, optional. At, at, until
2: they're in, I, th- I think until they're like in the three-year-old class, or older, they can wear whatever they want. But they can just be I have in, not seen, have seen to, like, a
0: single video clothes. of this yet. Were you not allowed cell phones? Was it like uh, like <sighs> no, when you went to see Magic actually, Mike? No cell phones no. allowed.
2: First of all, so many cell phones allowed in oh Magic Mike. <laughs> that doesn't mean we were showing you all the videos. Um, no, it's because I'm going alone with her and at that <laughs> You're like, age. Alex told me there was no cell phones allowed. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> Private videos. Um uh, no, it's because I'm I'm going on my own with her and you have to and the parent actually has to do the class with the kid. And so there no. there hasn't been a moment when I can film her because I have to be pregnant it's I almost vomited today where's the video of
1: you doing I almost
2: vomited
0: oh my goodness can we post like childhood ballet recitals this week
1: (laughs) we could yeah there's plenty of me there's like two of Becky because she quit
2: um I didn't quit. I was lied to about my ballet abilities. And when I uncovered the truth, oh, do we, have we not told this story? So so Lily took ballet and I took ballet. And after, I don't know, maybe it was like a few months of ballet, I was moved to the older, more advanced class. And I was told by our mother, it's because I was so exceptional at ballet that they moved me up a level. It turns out, Mom forced them to put me in that class so she didn't have to go to ballet.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's you you know what Becky got you know God willing your second child's gonna be born soon and you will see how the scheduling. I would put my kid in Fight Club if it would reduce (laughs) the number of trips I have to take. Let's be clear.
1: We Uh, have. I I I want a video of Becky nine months pregnant doing ballet
2: with a two year old. It's so horrible. It's so horrible. Um, Wait, but she's doing great, and it's it's a very special experience. And uh, and pretty soon, when Mom and Dad visit, they'll be taking her, and I'm sure they'll they'll take videos. So. Yeah, so that's what I did this morning.
0: Oh wow! Well, I am just so happy to be back with both of you, and uh, I'm so happy to be talking about shows. And I I want to start with this was a big week in the pop culture world because it was the launch of Disney Plus, which you know for the first day didn't work. Um, but I had said forever I don't care about The Mandalorian. I don't need more Star Wars nonsense. I've been burned now twice with The Last Jedi and then Solo, which, like, The Last Jedi was as resentful as fans. as a a Star Wars property could be and then Solo was like, let's just put lots of, fans only like fan service things, so let's make a movie of like a bunch of stupid gimmicks because Star Wars fans are stupid. So both were the most condescending possible Star Wars things so I was like, I don't care about this Mandalorian thing. And I'll be first to admit before we get into the show that, like, I liked it I liked it a lot. I watched it with the kids on Friday night and I am excited to have a fun star wars thing where i am intrigued and i want to know where it's going and i'm not saying it's this is not the best star wars thing ever but it it feels legit and and that's my that's my opening salvo
2: can we ooh what's that staticky sound does anyone else hear that no nope.
0: it's it's somebody's phone but sure uh, oh okay it's, it's mine
2: that's my phone that's <laughs> uh-huh. fine no no it's my it, now i know um, Oh, okay. Sorry. So, shy. before we go into, should we go into discussing it? Because I also have like a list of questions that would help me understand it better. And I just gauge wrote Shai while I was watching, interest. and
1: I was like, am I not supposed to understand anything okay. that's happening uh, I just want the... to understand
2: when in the timeline of Star oh. Wars it takes place, or does that so, matter I will or not? Set this up. I think should I really bring people can... up to speed. Here. I will set this up what? for our and listeners yeah i needed a title card with this one
0: be aware that this that there will be spoilers after i give the setup so after this just turn this episode off
2: Um, if the mandalorian is very important to you if it's like (laughs) mildly important to you like i'm guessing most people feel free to
0: listen you're right if it's important to you to be honest you saw it already so mandalorian takes place five years after Return of the Jedi, so about 11 years before The Force Awakens.
1: and What? It was taking... what? Whoa, I need to, like, take a beat. What?
0: Yeah, 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 hold on. That's Whoa. why.
1: Whoa. The... I thought it was before everything. No, that's why the, en... no, that's wait, why the ending is so mysterious. Wait, how many
2: like... years between Jedi and Force Awakens? I think there there's
0: technically, like, 16 years or something like that. Um... No
2: way. It has to be more. That makes no sense. It has to be. Oh That'd no, you're be,
0: right. No, it's like thirty years. To be like, it's like
2: thirty years. Yeah.
0: So sorry. So it takes it takes place about five years. It takes place about five years after Return of the Jedi, and I think twenty plus until the Force Awakens, and so. Um, so what you're looking at at 20 plus yeah something like that around 20 something i i'd look up these numbers so probably... in
2: the world of the mandalorian luke leia Han, they, they all they exist they all exist and they're all alive they're, they're all exist
0: and they're stuff. probably relatively happy and where the mandalorian is taking place is after the fall of the empire this is something that those of us who Love Star Wars, have always been interested in this period. After the fall of the Empire, there's always been this question of wait a minute, so the Empire falls, but it's not like the rebellion suddenly has a working government, and the lawlessness of the galaxy, the frontier of the galaxy post Empire, is even more. Lawless than it was in the early days of the rebellion because this power structure that had been binding the entire galaxy has now fallen so amongst this of course bounty hunters who have already already existed in the Star Wars world are rocking and rolling they're doing their work for hire. And you're introduced to this first this first bounty hunter, this guy, the Mandalorian. He is called the Mandalorian because he wears the armor similar to that of Boba Fett. Boba Fett's armor comes from the planet Mandalore, which is uh, a very proud, regal warrior planet uh, that uh, the lore of which is expanded upon in the Clone Wars cartoons. In, in uh, in hit-or-miss episodes, but still very important. And they have, like, a very strong tradition. And he is wearing that armor, and that's why that that's why you see Boba Fett has that armor, but in the Clone Wars cartoons, you see a lot of different characters have different spins on that armor. Similarly, in Star Wars Rebels, Sabine Wren has Mandalorian armor. And he's modeled after, and we knew this going into it, but he's modeled after the Clint Eastwood, man-with-no-name, western style so if anything there's a little bit of a firefly feel to it and you see this gunfighter this mandalorian gunfighter and he's given a very mysterious charge task person to track down and that's what the first episode leads you to which is the tracking down of this character who then that begins the real story at the end of that episode which I really wasn't sure how they were going to do it and make it interesting. But I thought it was pretty darn interesting.
1: You didn't know the ending.
0: No, not even close. I had no... I had no... Because... See, here's the thing. Because... So... The ending ends up tying, in a way, we don't exactly know how, but ends up tying very much to core Star Wars characters. I had been under the impression that not only would the Mandalorian be part of areas of the galaxy that no one had ever really looked at and would not tie into the greater story, that it was really it was going to have nothing to do with the Force. It was really just going to be for like all the... Like,
1: like all... it might as well have just been a sci-fi show. Right, it didn't right. have to be. Right.
0: All the nerds who just wanted to see bounty hunters gunning each other down. Like, that's what it was going to be about. Blah, blah, blah. And in the end, and this is where the big spoiler comes, he fights his way through a huge garrison of... Guards and bounty hunters. Which
1: is nice you have that, like, Star Wars humor in there with the droid and stuff. I was like, yeah. huh, I like this. Yeah, like, there, there was you a... know, it's, it doesn't take itself. Star Wars never took itself too seriously.
0: Exactly. Which, which is, is nice. It, and it was a good, but but it kept the tone the right way. And he gets through, and there's this egg. And he opens, oh, it's not an egg, it's like a floating pod. And he opens up the floating mm, pod. It's a
2: bassinet. A it's a bassinet. It's a bassinet. bassinet. Yeah. Okay, and, and it's, it's suppo- call it what you want.
0: It's supposed to be a person or creature of 50 years old. And it is, but what it is is a childlike character that is of the same species as the Baby Yoda. Yoda. Baby Yoda. Ba-
2: so that's where I got super confused. Because I was like, "Wait a minute! This has so this is about early, Baby huh? Yoda, but Yoda's like a thousand years old. So when does this take place?" So that's why that, I got super confused. That is part Imagine of the mystery. Imagine having a baby for fifty years, guys. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, but if it had a floating bassinet, I mean, I feel like that would just take so much of the. Trouble out. Fred.
0: So Baby Yoda, as he's known now on the internet because no one knows his name, <laughs> Baby Yoda is born, or or he's 50 years old, so he has existed during the end of Yoda's life, right? Because Yoda will have only died five years previously at the end of Return of the Jedi. And so he's he's been around for 45 years con- contiguously with Yoda. But other than Yaddle, who is a female version of Yoda seen in The Phantom Menace, I think, or in Attack of the Jeez. Clones, one of those.
2: Definitely. Uh-huh. Not attention to that.
0: We have never seen another character of Yoda's species.
2: Do we know what species he is? Where they come from? How many there are? There's... Is this like a chewy situation where there are none left? left. Like, well,
0: thats chew. it's always been one of these great mysterious things. And so for me, who was... I was, like, enjoying the whole man-with-no-name gunfighter thing. I was like, oh, cool. This is, like, Firefly, but with Star Wars stuff. I'm, I'm on board. Now, suddenly, and, and I'm going to make... This is where I'm going to hammer home... They got home you. All, they got me. <laughs> Why did they get me? The same way when Rogue One brings in Darth Vader in that incredible scene, you get me. And the same way... Um, the same way that I believe and I continue to believe that for Star Wars really to work, for someone to be truly Star Wars, it has to tie into the bigger story somehow. And it yes. has to be respectful of the bigger story. And to have this, um, another analogy I've heard is a Lone Wolfen Cub, which is not a... Uh, it's not a uh, a comic book I'm very familiar with, but I believe it's like or or even Logan with um, Baby Hulk in in Marvel. But the whole idea of like the gunfighter protecting the baby is an amazing image to have in Star also Wars. Probably
2: Baby yoga can do really cool things.
0: Have you I seen bet. Have yeah, you seen know. Episode Two? No, no I, I, saw did,
2: first, I, I saw the so, first. I saw the first like five minutes of it. All
0: right, so episode two was like, if I I was interested in episode one, episode two, I was like, oh, I'm in deep now. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah. great yeah. though. Oh,
2: look, I'd rather it be that way. Than I gotta like a tell you shit. shit. Episode one ended with me going, oh damn, I actually really want like I want to roll into right. episode two and I, see what's I, gonna happen. Because yeah. well, I was
1: also like, oh, we get to see Yoda grow up. Good to know it's not it's actually not, Yoda. <laughs> it's not Yoda, which and, is really important to understand. And,
2: so well, question. So, so i just also, want to
1: say something quick i just want to say i'm texting shy during while i'm watching it and i'm like i don't know shy, what's happening and Shy's like well i'm not an expert but and i text him back if you're not an expert who is out there
2: also like, way to like humble brag shy i'm not an expert an e-. he's like i'm not an expert but i can tell you, you that
1: the armor on exactly. this guy is from this planet and i was like oh shy i don't know what you think experts
2: are <laughs> but you're an expert <laughs> like, um so, a couple of things. I just want to do a couple of initial reactions. Okay. One, for me, uh, and if the Mandalorian doesn't take his helmet off, it's not going to actually hold. I have to meet him at some point. He can't just go break. I don't
0: think they would have cast him right. if right. they're Pedro not going to take the helmet off.
2: Yeah, Agreed. So, I'm, because I know he's casting the part, I'm like, okay, episode two, maybe they'll push it as far as three. We're going to meet him. So, I am very much looking forward to that. Second. Note, was this episode, was episode one particularly good because it was directed by Taiko Watiti?
0: I mean, which it was. Taiko Watiti, so here's the thing Taiko Watiti and John Favreau teamed up. Here yeah. are two people, okay, we have to remember, John Favreau literally made the pilot for the Marvel Universe. He, made, he directed Iron, Iron Man.
2: Man. Wait, he which fl- I also wanted to bring up Favreau and Talk about like our trust and our faith in him because I feel like he's delivering. Shit you know, and with Lion King, I can and, tell you that.
0: And then Watiti, who the took a moribund abundant... Uh, franchise, a franchise that people had basically given up on in the Thor movies, and essentially rebooted and made arguably the best movie in the whole, yes. uh, arguably the best movie Definitely in the whole MCU, yes. Yes, a, sure. a great standalone, but something that enriches everything else, right? So here we have these two guys, and again, I'm, I can't not contrast it to Ryan Johnson, who is like, Star Wars fans are obnoxious fanboys, I'm going to make them feel like idiots, and, uh, we don't
1: really know that that's what he was thinking. I know you feel like you've gotten into his psyche. <laughs> okay,
0: maybe a little baby. He
1: may but... not have been thinking that. It's how you felt about what he did.
0: Yeah, but that that movie that movie. Uh, so, but but here you have something. Now, granted, we haven't seen where it goes in the end. But here we get uh, this movie is making. This this show is making some promises, but also there are details in there for fans. Like, if you watch with the um, subtitles, which I did because I was watching on a low volume, the language that a lot of the the, the crazy alien language that they're speaking is Huttese, which is the language of Jabba the Hutt. So uh sorry which is you're the,
2: not not an, not an expert hashtag not an expert which hashtag is the
0: language that. that the the bounty hunters all speak together so when they're okay. speaking that language they're speaking the language of the Don't underworld the
1: ex- non-experts know that kind of information then yeah, what I the hell that. do experts know <laughs> Jeez.
0: and so 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 anyway so that's that's so i think taika waititi that the fact that that action scene when they're in the gunfight was able to be funny but you also felt the stakes
1: is... That's what I was going to say. I was like that is the scene where uh, the the whole the other part, the whole rest of it I didn't it could have been a lot of people could have probably directed it. But I would say that is the crucial scene where you're laughing but nervous and there's tension but laughter and he does that so well. And there and, like, weren't like scenes no, of extreme have have seriousness
0: skilled. with scenes of extremely stupid jokes, which is what I think both right. solo and um uh, Last Jedi right. suffered from this was right. like it was all well, in the same
2: world I think what you're saying it's respectful to to the story it's respectful to, to the franchise um, and I think Taika Waititi what we've seen now with Thor and I think with this as far as him participating in in somebody else's property right so it's not just his original stories is how respectful he is of the material and then how he's plusing it. He's not trying to turn it into something it's not to prove a point. He's really just plussing it and makes him a very special director.
0: Yeah. And and I wanted and, to ask you, Becky, as a filmmaker I was really interested because I'd I'd heard a lot about the shots and how it was a little more cinematic. It didn't necessarily look more cinematic to me, but it definitely had this like Old West feel
2: like Firefly. It had a super high production value. I was watching it going, I mean, like, it damn, looked beautiful damn. You could like, tell, yeah, I, I watched the first thing, thing I thought of was, how much money was spent yeah, on this episode? I don't know, or maybe it, it wasn't. It beautiful. Maybe, I don't maybe, know, I thought it looked beautiful. It could have been a ton of money, or it could have also just been a really high-caliber production design team, and art team, and colorists, and, and, you know... Costumes and props, like I, I, sure, a lot of money, but the the production value, clearly, the people they have working I mean, on it. The are show really, cost, really high.
1: The show cost a hundred million to make.
2: The whole but, eight episodes. But yeah.
0: the way the way I would say is I that mean, this show had to sell I mean, Disney Plus because I, I right. really I like that Disney look Disney when it takes all of its stuff away from everybody else, it's a you know you're gonna have to watch it somewhere, but the first. You need something new to draw you in. You can't just be like, "Oh, I really want to watch Aladdin. I guess I'll finally get Disney Plus." Right? And that's how I feel about Disney Plus. I'm really enjoying poking around in it. But the what's fact the that Marvel
1: brought... show that Disney Plus is doing?
0: Well, they're doing they, they're doing they spent
1: more money on that apparently. That's well, 25 million an episode.
0: Well, they're doing a few. They're doing Hawkeye and sorry, they're doing I think they're doing a Hawkeye show, but they're doing really uh, Falcon and Bucky. So wow. Falcon oh, wow. and the Winter Soldier. I love
2: Hawkeye, but only if it's Jeremy Renner.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, right. it may or may not be. Um, and then they're also doing WandaVision, which is going to be Scarlet Witch and Vision together. And then they're also doing the- <laughs> a Loki show. <laughs>
2: wandavision that's that's not the name of the show though right because that's a terrible
0: name i think it's the name of the show but i think there was a comic that was
2: called that
0: anyways so all right so from from a shot standpoint what lily what what questions do you have
1: okay so he gets some fancy money and buys himself shoulder pads I oh, don't I thought, understand wait,
2: that. I thought she was saying something about donate, like you donated this to something. Well, there's something leftover money because like he buys himself fancy
1: shoulder pads, but he's got more money left, and so she's like, "Now you can donate to help the future assassins or bounty hunters." Or
0: I whatever. didn't fully understand that part,
2: to be honest. Why? Yeah, like I, that was, okay, at that what point, is the deal understand? with these shoulder oh, pads? I don't understand the shoulder pads, but what I read from that scene was, which is really important for the setup for his decision making at the end. He was is, an orphan. He obviously. has a he has a heart. He has a connection to. To, you know orphan. he cares about orphaned children, so I think it's super important to give him a motivation to actually. Absolutely,
1: I just yeah. don't understand. That's like all I need like, to like, read for Super fancy it. money, and then he like you
2: know soups she, up his outfit. That's for the experts. Do you know really, what the I, experts can accept? The Do you know? <laughs> Do you know what I, I think
1: that?
0: my relationship with this show and shows at the beginning, where I'm like, I mean, I was trying to hate this show, and I really walked away loving it.
1: Baby Yoda. They were like, What is the one thing Star Wars fans will not be able to resist? How will we get them? They sat around on a table and some idiot was like, Baby Yoda. And everybody was like, Baby Yoda And then that was it. That was it.
0: (laughs) Baby Yoda literally saved Star Wars. Right. But it's amazing to me though is that all these like all the fans seem to agree on the Mandalorian. Everyone agrees that it is really good. There's no there's no pushback. So I think what it says is number one. You know Star yeah. Wars. When you don't screw it up, people like it. <laughs> so that's one.
1: People love the Force Awakens. Right. That's a perfect yeah. example.
0: Some people like fetched about how it was like similar or whatever to other things, the but everybody liked. do turn
1: a Jedi. Whatever.
0: Um, but <laughs> but they, but but a when you when you don't screw when you screw it up. But also, they they um when you don't screw it up. I don't remember. But the point is, is that they Baby Yoda was a good was a good move. Good call. <laughs> Baby Yoda. Now, this, when you this, see episode two,
2: I'm just going to read, read this one line from a Vulture article that says, "Look at him. He's got peach fuzz on his little head. Eyes as big as Dagobah, and a nose that's just Dagoba. 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 The planet All that right.
0: Yoda lived on.
2: Dagoba. So I'm not i I'm actually not an I mean, expert. I. I mean, I get as far as Dagoba." <laughs> And a nose that's a weird be, and a nose that's just begging to be booped. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. He is so cute.
0: I, you have to see in the scenes because they really like. He's not just floating in the egg. They have these amazing scenes in the next in the next episode, where anyways he. He's and, got
1: powers, right? Like he does stuff. Do. He
0: does have powers for sure, um, but where he and and it's almost silent like the show like the kids turned to me we watched the second episode together and the kids turned to me and they were like is there going to be talking in this show? And I'm like, I don't think there's a lot of talking in this show. And there are, like, silent scenes with him and Baby Yoda that are like, oh, wow, this is what Star Wars is about. A little mystery, a little magic, some hope. I would love, I would say this now, I would love somehow because he's so, I guess it's too late to work him into episode nine, but if he's alive here, and presumably he's going to live a thousand years, He's
1: alive in, in the next star wars he's
0: alive during the new trilogy so but like so wait we're dicking around with ray and kylo ren's shirtless facetiming and baby yoda's just been sitting on television right <laughs> like, like are it. you serious i mean sometimes
1: i feel like they have to like they you know that's like what happens at Marvel? There's like so many cooks in the kitchen that like somebody forgot to like you know they forget the things that they've created to the point where then it screws up like what could have been should have been or what is. It, it's just too many storylines. They, they could have well, made
0: the whole new trilogy about Ray and Baby Yoda just traveling around kicking butt together,
1: for <laughs> yeah. sure.
2: Um, and all to say thank you, John Favreau. Yes. Really, really appreciate what you're doing here. You know. Favreau has the love. Hopefully you'll hear this um, um, and know that we back, are grateful.
1: I'm gonna, I don't know if he already takes his mask off in the second episode. Shy. He, Is doesn't, that he, has, that you, he doesn't yet.
0: Yeah, I think they're okay. saved.
1: I'm going to say, Beck, that he's not going to take it off to the last episode. And it's going to be a thing. No. because. Because everybody knows long. who he is. That's he's too
2: he's, long.
1: I think that it's gonna it's gonna go the distance. I just don't know that. I don't, know that I don't know that it can yourself.
2: I just don't know that it can hold if you don't see his face. I, I agree with you. How many episodes are there?
1: Eight. Eight. Okay.
0: Not enough. Uh,
2: not
1: enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not enough. Okay. That's what we've been watching. Let's start going around the horn. Becky, what have you been watching?
2: Actually, before I even get into what I've been watching, um, I want to do a little bit on music because I've had a few wonderful, magical, musical moments lately. Sure. The first is last night I went to go see Dan Byrne, um, beloved amazing musician, folk artist, folk, singer we we love him we've loved him for many many years and he played at this really small venue in my neighborhood I couldn't believe it it was was like maybe a hundred people there It was so intimate it was phenomenal I won't say it was I don't want to say it was like peak Dan Byrne in that oh after this he would go downhill but as far as the shows I've seen it was absolutely the best show he played such a great set list he actually lost his set list or he forgot to bring it with him on <laughs> stage. So after like seven or eight songs, he kind of just turned to the audience. He's like, Oh, uh, what's next. And then we all just got to like request songs. Oh, oh my God. God. Did he play Jerusalem? <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, that's played- Shy, Did you see him play? It? Jerusalem. Yeah. He played Black Tornado. Wow. He played Chelsea Hotel, which was really exciting. Um, he matter. took that request. That he was so that's, like, that's just ta- like spending so much time talking to people in the crowd and, telling stories and being like all those like funny little bits where he just plays guitar and tells like a rambling story about something. And it was oh my gosh, it was Did you get to did you get to
0: chit chat with him in person at all?
2: I didn't because he wasn't hanging around before the show. Oh okay. And um and I uh really pumpkined at the end. Uh, I I really (laughs) had to go I had to go to bed.
0: That's amazing. Uh,
2: So it was very special. So that is one wonderful musical moment. I'm also having another musical transformation in my life right now, which is that and this goes out to Lons. It's a bit of a confession and I guess a bit of an I told you show for her. Lons, the truth is, I've never really liked Taylor Swift. I've never really gotten her. That I don't seems have a problem. Like a bit sacrilegious. With her. Like, well, I just I don't I, and listen, I don't have a problem. Her. I don't have, her. have a I don't have a problem. See like that song, I don't get it. I've never had a problem with her. You do you. Wonderful that people love you. I'm bad blood? Never, no, it just never really spoke to me. Mm. And I have to tell you, the song <laughs> "Lover" has <laughs> changed me. Really. And it's not- <laughs> What? I like the other one off of the. No, I explain. I'm gonna explain why. It's not just what she's singing and her lyrics. It's the way she sings it. I feel like she is capturing this moment in a young adult life where you feel like you're this you're grown- very hormonal. No, tr- listen to it think about where no, you I were, heard like, the song you here the last person on <laughs> no. earth hey i'm on the taylor swift train i've been listening to it for a few I weeks think... now i've been ruminating on this every time i hear it i'm like t swift you are just really nailing this moment and and i just feel like it it's the type of song i listen to it and i kind of cringe thinking back on myself you know 10 years ago or so but then also i'm very like my heart is also warmed thinking about this story she's telling about like moving in with your person and feeling like such an adult and you're starting this life. And I just... I, I, she endeared herself to me with this song. I feel like, um, so I feel like I've, I really come around on Taylor Swift and, uh, love the song lover. Um, I like, you need to calm down. Uh, I I, I like, I'm a, I'm a,
0: are you ready for it fan? But also her new song for the movie cats dropped this week. She (laughs) co-wrote a song with Andrew Lloyd Webber for cats.
2: Wait. And then there's another one from the new album that's also very very good that I can't remember what Wait, it is. Oh, you need, need calm calm down. Down. you need to calm down. You just calm down. That is it's amazing. Three times. That's another one that you is so You seen the video fun. of her and Katy Perry? no but i will watch it that's so funny um, all i have to say is i feel like and- this album is the one i'm connecting with and i don't need to calm down about how much i'm liking taylor swift tell that to london would not want me to calm no, down I would want want me. i'm saying the name of the song i'm not telling you to calm down but, but you, you need to calm also, down you
1: were obviously. also telling
2: me i needed to calm down no i about- wasn't
1: i was just saying the title of the song but clearly you need to calm down <laughs> clearly i don't i okay. mean the, the queer eye guys are in the video it's a great video what's most and important
0: like, is that her huh? song for the movie cats that she co-wrote yes, with andrew roy leber called beautiful ghosts came out it's described on the internet as a wistful new ballad uh lily what have you been watching
1: I will just say this. Onto the what I've been listening. Listening. I what to what give, show is this now? <laughs> I just give me one second. I see Mandy Moore in being interviewed on a show. Maybe I uh, mean it was Seth Meyers or something. I don't. One of those. Oh, I heard her new show. album's amazing. Well, so I see her being interviewed, and we've talked about when we did the whole beta male thing uh, when Rachel was on the show um we you know we we went into how like a bit of her story how she like was basically like psychologically abused by her ex and you know who's in the music industry we, did, we went into the whole thing about that and she finally after all these years which she basically said that she didn't put out any music because he basically like didn't let her and now she's like remarried and happy has a great career and she's finally putting out an album so i was hearing her talk about it um and I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give her a chance. So I go to, to like see, like she's only released two singles, and then I think her album's dropping soon. And I, I the, the song, I listened to one of her songs when I wasn't watching. And if you think about the fact that, like, you, you know, her backstory with this guy, and you're listening to the song you wrote. She wrote. I was like, this is a great. Um, oh my God, what's Stevie Nicks? I just went blank. Um, would Mac. Fleetwood Mac, thank you. I feel like it's like kind of a Fleetwood Mac-y kind of song or like a Stevie Nicks kind of vibe to it. Cool. But it's a really cool song. And I think the lyrics are like if you listen carefully, I'm really into lyrics, guys. Um you're like shit, you clearly thank God you got out of that relationship. And good for you, Mandy, and your cool music. Pop I'll
0: music. Save, I'll save my music recommendation for later and I'm gonna okay. bring up another television show now. Let's I have T talk- V well, shows on my list well, too. I know but- Becky has but yeah. you, Stolen you, you from each me. had your turn. Now I'm going to go. I said we were going to go. turns this time. I'm good but it's like I'm going to sneak in some Becky here because I had the chance to go <laughs> on Take 2 podcast with Craig of the Take 2 Takedown and talk about Riverdale, and we were supposed to record a five-minute bit, and it turned into a half-hour bit, and Brian, At I, least. I, I think Brian sort of called it out, because when you listen to the intro of the latest episode that I guessed it on, he, he intros it by saying, normally, you, you're going to get solo, you know, recaps of all of the main CW shows, except for one scenario, where Shy and Craig talked for 30 minutes, you can skip that one if you want, but <laughs> I urge everyone to go to minute 21 and 10 seconds of the recent Take-Two podcast uh, CW rate recap. All in all, I want to say Riverdale is always hard for me to get going with. It's like cranking up the lawnmower or something like that for me. But once I get going, I'm like, I need, I just need more of it and more of it and more of it. And they have all the main characters, the five main characters are each all, all in their own separate TV show right now. Like they're on the same show, but they're mu- like, they're on different shows. You have Betty's basically on Dexter, where she's fabulous. She has a serial killer gene. I tribute that to Becky, who, who made that point.
2: No, you, no, but I think I think that keep going. Keep and going.
0: then, and I want to say the other, the, probably the greatest thing I've ever seen on a soap opera for, for basically teenagers ever, is that Cheryl Blossom's character. Fifty percent of her scenes are her talking to the embalmed dead body of her brother who was killed in season one. that reappears. So I was like, do
1: you care if I tell you what happens on this show? you got to hear what happened. And I was like, what are you watching?
0: And Jeez, she just, like, dresses him up and it. talks to him and hides him in the chapel in the basement of her
2: house. I mean... All I have to, what I like about this season is that they have, I feel like they finally have gone all in on each of these characters just having different TV shows and yes. being okay with They're that. They're not being forcing like, you know them what? together. Not forcing them together. And and most importantly, Archie's been the most problematic character because he's the least interesting and the worst. And his hair so red. But because so they weird. just were finally like, he's extremely stupid. Let's work with that. It's finally <laughs> working for me. Yeah. Let's not try <laughs> leaning into his stupidity. They're leaning into how uh, much Lily, of a dummy he l- is. Let's, and be cl- let's,
0: let's be clear what his logic was. He needs th- $50,000 to save his center. He, he has miracles, like in Breaking.
1: <laughs> break-in. Veronica,
0: his girlfriend, who is sort of no longer a criminal... Offers him to lend him $50,000. He says no. And then he decides to go out as a mass vigilante and beat and rob drug dealers. And then he's like, look, I got the money. I don't need your loan. His logic was, I won't take money from my girlfriend who loves me no matter what, who broke me out of prison and I can trust, but I will go and get on the
2: radar of drug dealers. And then be really confused why these drug dealers want revenge. And And just be like, I don't understand why you won't leave us alone.
0: <laughs> he's like my friend's dad is the sheriff oh <laughs> that
1: was the my best. mom
0: like, is a lawyer
1: can you guys <laughs> just quickly tell me how luke perry dies
0: uh he dies uh, off screen in a car accident in the first saving episode
2: other people's lives saving yeah. shannon doherty's life
0: yeah they made the shannon doherty they had they're shannon doherty amazing. play the person whose life he saved
2: i actually when she came on i was full-on sobbing oh. that they Brought her as the cameo of the person that he saved. Like I lost it. I cried it, through that episode. It, it, it was really sad. That
0: was really good. Although that episode was really hard to watch. It was like it was it was. Uh, it was it was a tribute to him. Really, Archie has to drive down to whatever town his dad died in and recover the body. And they, they, now, there thank no, goodness. Are there, are
1: there no adults in this show? Well, no, at this there point, at this
0: they're point, all orphans. Archie's mother isn't even sure she's going to stay living with Archie in his empty house.
2: Like, <laughs> weeks oh, after no. his father has died, and he's now. Re- I, it doesn't even matter. She's I like, think
0: the or- even, it's a senior year. She's not even like immediately, I'll stay till the end of your senior year and telework. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the end, she decides to. And she's like, now the, the town lawyer. She's suing everybody in town.
2: In cri- she's a criminal defense lawyer. Okay, she still prosecutor. Just can't believe how she into this show you
0: are. Yeah, she's a prosecutor oh. and a, a defense, lawyer. defense
2: lawyer. And she she does like, like, a you, lot of different types of lawyer. Could either one of you, this is so the show I would
1: have watched in high school and even university, and definitely not the two of you. The fact that these tables are turned is very bizarre. Neither one of you watched Gossip Girl, which is would, basically the same show. No, I
2: can't watch Gossip Girl. But I will say, I don't think it's a coincidence that River. Premiered when I was on my first maternity leave. There's been a there's been a rewiring. <laughs> there's been a rewiring of my brain. I'm very
0: pleased with the rewiring. All in all, I was all in all is to say is, it, it's hard to. I would say this is not the season to get into Riverdale. At this point, you've got to start from the beginning because you won't appreciate Dead Jason Blossom as much as no. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So you'll have to slog through. It's a show that's 22 episodes every year that should probably be 10. but it's hard to tell which number episodes like a short
2: like a short 10
0: yeah a short 10 (laughs) (laughs) but there's there's lots to go okay
2: can you watch it on like
1: one and a half speed like see this um... is why
0: we need one and a half speed (laughs) people are like being such babies about it you have you have like martin scorsese being babies about people streaming oh what do you guys
1: think of that like his like double down on shitting on marvel
2: Wait, I think, I think. What do you mean? I don't Scroll know. Who else? Was it De Niro? Why is so? he shitting on Marvel?
0: There's, I don't know. They're oh, saying it's destroying movies.
2: News, for God's sakes.
0: No, no. Yeah, he's been throwing shade <laughs> but at the he, Marvel. Didn't
2: he just make a big Netflix movie? So he should be all about streaming.
0: No, no. He was he was crapping on Marvel movies just as as being like the ruining
2: thing. cinema, basically ruining film.
1: Ugh, oh, whatever. And I like how like on the red carpet, they keep asking all these famous actors that like Samuel Jackson, right? Who obviously has a whole career behind him. And he's in the Marvel movies and like the reporters like trying to egg him on to like say something (laughs) negative or whatever. And he's just like, everybody's entitled to their opinion. What the hell do you want from me? He's like, I'm in these movies. What would you like me to say? I, I, I
0: honestly wish actors more and more said when they didn't like things and Hollywood didn't get so sensitive about it. Like, I'm not, I'm glad to know Scorsese didn't like it. Like, okay, whatever. He, doesn't what make Samuel it
1: bad. That's like, it's not for everyone. And, like, there's people that don't like his movies. I obviously do. Most people do. Oh, come He's on. Like, Have you watched people...
0: The Aviator? I don't want to see The Aviator.
1: That's a good point. I think mean, he said most it. of
2: his movies, but Shutter he's also Rock- like every. Shutter Island very good. I like Shutter Island. Uh, that's nice. Generally, generally he's a good director. That's, that's like the that's like the level of scare. But, but, but here's like the thing, Martin
0: Scorsese. Other than Hugo, is there a single one of his movies I can take my kids to? No. Hugo. So, oh, that
1: Hugo.
2: movie's that's terrible. A cool movie. I like I that, hated
0: movie. that
1: movie. No, in the world, you I'll be open. I'll up say to this: Quentin Scorsese,
0: Hugo, the little kid in that movie who likes the French moon, whatever nonsense, he would love Marvel movies because they're fun and exciting.
2: <laughs> okay, um, round robin. Is it back to me now?
0: Uh, yeah. I'm
2: uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna. Oh. Guys, have you been watching The Good Place this season? Yes, I love it. Wait, talk did about, it start? Talk about a show. Oh, yeah. yeah it's it's like, almost it's over. so good, too. It's oh, like so you sad kidding? that it's almost Yeah, done. you got to get on Hulu. I, I think actually some of the episodes it's already expired Netflix. on Friday. No, oh. the most recent season, most oh. recent season it's on is, Netflix. It's actually for me. It's like weekly on, on my Netflix
0: show all day, and I could have been watching. I didn't good stop one. calling no. it my show. We'll get to U-tred.
2: that. Anyway, so I think um, I think some of the episodes have already even expired on I'm Hulu. On
1: Spanish Netflix, show. Right? You can come over, download it, and go back home. What
2: well, do you think? The, the new season?
1: Yeah, I get it weekly on my Netflix. Oh,
2: oh. I got to tell you, this season. It has really leveled up. It is such a phenomenal show. For me, it will go down that it's like canceled. it will. It will go down next to it's, it's, Parks and Rec. I don't think it's totally canceled. I think it's show. just.
0: I think it's just ended. Ended no, is a
2: I nice way of saying it's been canceled. I don't think no it's way. a show that could go they on forever. Chose, no, they chose not to continue it's, it. My, Michael, sure. They all seem so sad. The actors. Yeah, because it's amazing. But Michael Sure was like, "No, this is the story. It's four seasons. I'm not making any more episodes." Um, and it's so good; it will go down for me in my, Ice. you know, comfort food shows of all time.
1: True, but also I it's like that. very it served me very well when we were having like Yom Kippur discussions. <laughs> it's very smart. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like a absolutely. really, really uh, smart so that's show. That's... It's also my comfort show.
0: Well, I'm gonna get back to that because that's. I'm... Well,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna take the 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 credit for this one beck i know it was on your list but i'm gonna take it that's,
2: that's why i didn't say it i left it for you. and then you
1: can go back if you want to say something about it but i recommend it to both of you and this is the definite like rex rx i know shelly like our cousin shelly has a sinus infection she's sick at home so you your back's been out but um my rex rx for everybody this week is i was sick i was like dying with a fever and i was just watched cranky this. as shit this
2: week so it was very helpful. <laughs>
1: Um, but I have to say, Seth Meyers' uh, special on Netflix, Lobby Baby, was fantastic. And you watch a special like that, and you're like, oh, my God, everybody has a special. Like, everybody has a special Everyone. now. And right, Netflix is just turning those out like these, like, mystery supernatural shows. Like, <laughs> all the time. Right? Everybody's got I a special. Mean, now, the, I mean, I know special,
0: but they are just recording someone's stand-up show, right? This is not...
1: right. No, exactly, but but you know, Jenny Slates has um interviews with her family and it's a special that's actually like Yeah, I saw in, most of that. Interacting with like people in her life and going back to her childhood home and that that one was good. I think it was good. It was, it was interesting. Yeah. It was different. Right, exactly. But it was okay. His made me like all, like feel like this is what a special is supposed to be, or this is what oh, a stand up like, is supposed I to was, be. I
2: was I was cackling with like the exactly like belly laughed. He his was, timing now, his writing his
1: not in, to being too self-indulgent in the personality that he is like him like doing Seth Meyers ish things without
2: the, self, the self-deprecation right He's but really, like without
1: too. without taking it too far cuz i feel like some of these people are so famous now that it's just like they lean a bit too much into like who we think their character is and he definitely has a character from from late night from snl but he was just like A funny dude. And he,
2: yeah, he, I thought he was creative and genuinely funny. And so what I want to add to that is that I was in tears laughing. Vlad was like amused. And I asked him, I said, you know, why, why aren't you (laughs) laughing? A lot of guys are super stupid. (laughs) Stupid. And he says, well, you know, his type of comedy is a bit too vanilla for me. And I was thinking about it. And I go, you know what? This type of comedy is exactly for me because he's taking the people down a peg who need to be taken down a peg instead of just taking shots at low hanging fruit or at marginalized stories or people. You know what I mean? Like it, it actually doesn't feel vanilla. Vanilla feels quite sophisticated to me. I agree the with way you. that he exactly. forms his jokes because he's I, it's. I don't know. It's. It, I actually think it's. It's quite smart, and the fact heard, that it does yeah. make fun of himself. As a father, as a man, as a husband, I so appreciate because it's all the things I feel like I suffer from in my right. marriage. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: but it, it's true. <laughs> and
2: he's not it's like sick. just like guys are dumb.
1: Like he really he genuinely understands how stupid he is. <laughs> right. Like and, and like and, and is very honest about how difficult marriage is and how difficult father, difficult parenthood is or fatherhood or whatever. Um, but I also hey, appreciate I, don't know, that well,
0: maybe, I, I find my marriage to be delightful.
1: Oh, it's not about being delightful, but, like, it can have moments. Even if you're a celebrity or someone who has all the money, obviously, he's, like, super rich, with a huge apartment in New York City. He still has the same fights of, like, when you can't, when you're shy. You also ask your wife, like, from her perspective. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Look, I didn't say being married to me was easy.
1: Right, exactly. Being married to Ali is a delight. You haven't seen it yet, though, right? You need to watch it. But um, he does a little bit on politics, but he has the like, you know, the skip intro button. He has it for the skip politics. No, uh, he
2: does. It wasn't actually there. Was there a of button? Of
1: course, it was there.
2: Oh, I, I didn't. Yeah, like if you was...
1: It was like, I don't want people to stop watching my my special just because I'm gonna get into politics. So there's a button. Let's wait for it on the bottom left. If you want to skip this part, it'll jump to the next part of my special, so you don't have to like listen to politics. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. It was, And then at the end of that, he's like, I'm going to say something right now to the people who just came back. That's going to be, like, so crazy that they're going to be like, shit, I have to go back and watch the whole thing.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. So that's
1: pretty funny. Anyway, uh, so that I highly recommend that. Round uh, Robin next.
0: Lobby baby. Okay. But, but
1: watch it with your wife. Or watch it with <laughs> Allie. Please. Okay. So yeah.
0: now I want to talk about the show also known as The Utrids, which <laughs> is – a show that <laughs> B- Lily and Josh. I, so I right. had a, Becky and Josh force me to watch, and they got an "I Told You" show for Big Mouth. I'm not quite giving out an "I Told You" show for this debacle yet, but, but I. If you am, did,
1: you know who you'd have to give it to. Uh,
0: yeah, well, you, Lily and Josh, basically uh, forced me because I can't move anywhere. They they might as well have come to my house and.
1: Not was in not involved in this. <laughs> i'm just getting paraded jo- with messages becky day and night about questions about this show who plays like who what characters what and there's like a thousand it's like a game of thrones type situation there's like a thousand characters so i was like who's this who's that who's this <laughs> it's
2: constant okay so wait you guys know quickly called, sorry
0: wait, it's I, I need people to know the name of the show though because oh, i called okay. it the last, it's, King,
2: last it, kingdom it's
0: called the last kingdom and Josh, all week, was trying to get me to watch some other show called Vikings, and so these were the two Viking shows that he wanted me to watch, and so I, I, I watched the other one, that, The Last Kingdom, because Lily had said so many good things about it, and mm-hmm. so it, they, he wanted me to watch either one of them, so I started this one, and it's essentially about a guy who is a Saxon who was raised with the Danes, who are the, the Viking types, and the Norse um, Viking uh, characters, and it's about the war over the land in England, and he's caught between two worlds. The first three ep- episodes were pretty oppressive, um, but somewhere in the third episode, I started getting into it, but then the one of the biggest issues with this show was that I could not tell what the hell was going on, and the, finally, though, the be- Or why it mattered- and or why it matters. And <laughs> Netflix, when you're binge-watching a show and you hit next episode now, it it automatically skips the intro of the next episode, which I think is great if you want to just watch something through. But what I didn't realize is that The Last Kingdom probably has the best re- episode recaps I've ever seen in a show. They're like under... It's like, a
1: good... It's like, if someone's going to watch it, this is a great... Yeah.
0: They're like a minute uh, long. Tip. Not, they're not even a minute long. And it's literally, I am Uhtred, son of Utrid Here are all the things that happened that you need to know for this episode that we're about to have. And now the episode's going to start. And then you can so you still skip the music.
2: don't like the show. So now I've watched <laughs> six and a half hours
0: of the show. <laughs> because
2: you, you, me. you like the oh, you intro.
1: Episode seven. Why are you making me keep watching this? And I'm like, <laughs> I am not in your living room. Stop <laughs> watching. If clearly you like it, so, so what do you want me to do? Es-
0: essentially, it, essentially it's it's a show that's on netflix but it was on bbc america it's not finished yet it's in its fourth season uh if you oh. liked the Jon snow plot of game of thrones and wanted the sort of like handsome but slightly smarter than Jon snow but still Definitely a little bit
1: and braver and everything he's way better than he's john a snow. little
0: bit still of a dummy though but yeah a, a john if you movie. wanted the Jon snow plot of Game of Thrones without all of the dragon breastfeeding and the incest. This is a very good <laughs> right. show.
2: Um, okay. So you know how the last thing you ate before you're hit with a stomach like before like you're hit with the flu and you start throwing up or food poisoning, or oh, yeah. right? It just, it just grosses out. You can never, you can't look at it again for a while. So about, I, it was, I think at the very beginning of the second episode I got hit with, like, I kind of knew I was getting sick, and maybe about oh, 10 no. minutes into the, the second feeling, episode. That weird I like, word for this. And I, <laughs> like a and show that like, while mom, dad, and Vlad were like tearing through the show, I was in the bathroom puking my guts out with like a fever. Oh my god, and that's I like your black beans. That's not like to my ass. able to, back. <laughs> yeah. not been able to back and get back Black beans. No. <laughs> now I associate it with the flu. <laughs>
1: Should
0: we call it a show trocity?
2: Show-trosity. Show-trosity. that's a great that's a
1: great name yeah. but i kept saying you have Shonisia, <laughs> like amnesia what? because what? you're like it, I never told you to watch this. And uh, this has nothing to so, do with me, but if you could have told you so, I get it because I'm doing all the work, Josh. I'm sitting there texting back with Josh.
2: You can go back to old here. episodes from like April when you were really into the show because that's, I feel like I watch it because you and mom and dad were all super into I'm it. I'm
1: obsessed with it. I love it, but I in no way made Josh watch it. You and 100%
0: did. And just like Cabin in the Woods. And here's some of the names of the characters Uba Bubba, Ouda Buddha. Uhtred, son of Uhtred.
1: <laughs> it, it's eclectic. There's a lot of ethyls. Well,
0: one guy's name is... We're not
1: very one guy's name act. is
0: just like Frolic Sack or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's accurate. Frolic <laughs> Sack. Exactly. It's called, The names are difficult, but they're historic. I mean, what are they yeah, going to do? I have
0: been googling all the different locations and stuff. So, anyways, if you're into, if you're into swords, I will say Allie is. I, I thought Allie would be into this show. I've been watching it, but I've been watching it too fast a pace for her. But it doesn't have enough male, muscular male buns in it for her to I'm really sign on. I know, but I've only you've only seen tushy. it once. If it was on the screen more often, she <laughs> would be into it. And Just I can't
1: believe
2: I can't believe
0: you guys wanted me to watch Outlander, but not this show, because this is another show. It has all the parts I liked about Outlander are on this show.
2: Uh, Outlander's coming back in February. February 16th. Oh,
0: so, I'm so that's my feeling on The Last Kingdom. It's pretty uh, cool. I'm now in too deep to stop.
1: Yes.
2: <sighs> Reverse psychology. <laughs> all, right. Becky, all right. I
0: think Becky, I have to wait
2: like, a uh, yeah.
0: Do you have any more things?
2: Uh, no, that's actually all I want to talk about. I think between, between the three of us, we've covered all the shows. So I have have two more,
0: I have two more things I just have to mention. One, I watched a documentary on Amazon Prime called Chris Claremont's X-Men. And it's about the most enduring writer of the X-Men who defined the X-Men from the 80s and 90s. Really interesting stuff. And then a, a hat tip to the Take Two podcast guys again, to John the Heel and to Craig, uh, they recommended that people watch something called the Banana Splits movie, which is on sci-fi. Um, and uh, the Banana Splits movie takes a real kids show from the you know H.R. Puffin stuff and those other Hanna Barbera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was one before that called the Banana Splits TV show, and they had the theme song, "Tra la 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 la." I don't know if you ever heard that before, but it's a pretty mm-hmm. famous song. And they yeah. reimagined it as a bunch of kids go to see the show, and the characters go crazy and chop everybody up, and it becomes a massacre.
1: <laughs> and they didn't have like issues with like rights and stuff. I mean, like... I
0: guess they got the rights to it. I don't know, but it was it was a horror comedy, but emphasis you on love. The a horror. good horror comedy. It was. Again, for all of the schwach that Netflix puts out and tries to make you think these are, like, critically acclaimed movies, I would have much more enjoyed this. This is not a quote-unquote good movie, but it was an hour and a half. It was funny. The characters were fun. And there were some good, I wouldn't say scares, but if you let yourself be in the show with these characters coming alive, it was pretty pretty funny and so um so yeah the Ooh. banana splits movie on sci-fi if you have sci-fi with your tv package you can just watch it so
1: also you forgot to shout out to the real viking we oh met yeah yeah viking. to
0: to to the real viking uh um,
1: yeah,
0: yeah because shout out. we actually we talked about the show and he was our he is our our real uh, our guide in the world the vikings he he was he was a good he was a good friend
2: yeah right on uh, I, you're
1: okay. gonna you're gonna get very into viking shy I, <laughs> um
2: oh, all right, all right oh, gang
0: okay yeah his name is the everyday viking eric weiss the everyday, the everyday viking everyday <laughs> the underscore everyday viking underscore everyday viking um uh on instagram everyone should follow eric and yeah so with that um becky where can people follow you
2: at paper bk princess on twitter
0: And Lily, where can people follow you?
2: Chi-Chi K. Gomez. Chi-Chi is C-H-I. Chi-Chi
1: K. Gomez on Twitter.
0: All right, and you can follow me at... Pancake4Table, that's pancake and the number 4 table on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the whole show at Fry Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram. And why don't you hop onto iTunes, where you probably were listening to this based on the stats that I read, um, and (laughs) write us a review or subscribe or tell someone else to subscribe and write a review because that helps us Gain notoriety for the pod. Lord knows we don't do it for the money, but we love to share it with people, and we love to have people feel part of the family. And with that, the the music by What Does It Eat will kick in, and we will dance ourselves into the evening. Dance! Oh well, yeah! Right. I about
2: dancing. Remember when we used to do
0: that. All right. Love you guys. Yep, we
1: do it Bye. every week. Um, <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>